0: Hey, good morning, and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls. I am your host, and I am fired up today. I have an amazing, amazing, amazing lady on the show today. Her name is Christy Morgan. I, I, I left off the, it's Rutgers Morgan, right? <laughs> am I saying nah, that right? No, that's my maiden name. Yeah, okay.
1: that's just, I don't hyphenate it.
0: Oh, you don't? Okay, so no. Christy Morgan, welcome to the show. Thank you. So grateful that you, uh, you took the time. And I know it's early out there on the almost West Coast, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, not too bad. It's 8 o'clock. Not too bad.
0: Yeah. So, so Christy, I was telling you earlier, um, or I guess last night when we talked, you know, mm-hmm. I created this show to help people um, get unstuck in life. And and I, I think that... Um, as you know, I know, we all, we all get stuck, right? Yep, and some absolutely. People, some people stay stuck, and they, yep. they don't know how to get unstuck. And so um, I've had some amazing guests on the show, including you. And, and I'd like to, like to have you kind of just share your story about your um, setbacks and, and how you overcame them and things like that. But let's start with telling everybody where you were born and raised.
1: I am originally from Leamington, Ontario. So I, I was born and raised in Canada, the most southern town in Canada, right on Lake Erie. Oh, really? Yep.
0: Right across the right across the lake, my my wife grew up in Erie, Pennsylvania.
1: No way. We lived there for 5 years.
0: Did you really?
1: Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh.
0: That's yeah, she she was she was born in Cleveland but raised in Erie, PA.
1: Okay, so yeah. Leamington's directly across from Sandusky, Ohio.
0: Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. I've been halfway there. I've gone out on out to uh, Kelly's Island and Putin Bay Put-in and all Bay. that. Yeah. Yeah. You've been there?
1: Every summer. Oh, that's
0: <laughs> awesome. We were literally just talking about it the other day, like we need to go up to the lake. We haven't been it's only like an hour and a half from here. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Small world. Small world. Very small. So, so you were you were you were born and raised in the in 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 Canada?
1: Yes. Okay. Yep. I was there for 21 years um, until I decided to go to graduate school. So I went to University of Windsor and got my bachelor's in Windsor, Ontario, and then I um, decided to go to graduate school for chiropractic, and I went to St. Louis, Missouri.
0: Oh, really? Yep. Very cool. So, um, you went, you went to chiropractic school in St. Louis? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, and then like after that did, I mean, after chiropractic school, I know a lot of chiropractors too, Mm -hmm. but after, and I know a lot that never make it, (laughs) Like they, they just don't make it in business. Some of them, right? Yeah. So, so tell me, um, like what happened after chiropractic school?
1: Sure. Yeah, we, um, in chiropractic school is where I met my husband. Okay. I met him in St. Louis, and then um, we moved back to Pennsylvania, and we settled in Erie, and we were there for almost five years. Um, he set up a practice right in Erie, and then I set up my practice in Girard. So we were right outside <laughs> of. <laughs> Shut we were right up!
0: up. <laughs> no, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I there's, was there for
1: five years.
0: Hold it, There's uh, my wife's on here. She said I went to Fairview
1: we no used, way. Her
0: dad was a sailor so they used to sail to to Leamington from Sandusky every summer. <laughs> she said I love that's it there. Crazy. So, yeah, that's crazy. So That's crazy. So I think Gerard is where where the, there's this really unbelievable pizza place and I think it's Gerard
1: that Maybe I'm not. not sure. I, I don't
0: remember. I, I don't recall but I'm sure my wife does for sure. Yeah. She's on here. She'll bring it up, I'm sure. But <laughs> so so wow, that is crazy how small this world is. So um so you set, your husband set up practice in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yes. And you were in Girard.
1: Yep, we lived in Erie.
0: Okay. So you had yep. two separate practices.
1: Yes. So we always, um, we we never really wanted to go into business together. Um, it was just, I'm very independent and that was never something that I, I ever thought of doing. So when we started practice, we set up, we're like, we were like 20, 25 miles away from each other, which was, which was far enough. Um, so yeah, he was in the area and then I set up my, my practice in, in
0: Girard. Wow. Jill, my wife, Jill just said, I went to the dentist in Girard. Doctor, oh yeah. Dr. Amenta. Amenta or something like that, A-M-E-N-T-A, but anyway, so, um, and it was probably, uh, it was probably before you were there, <laughs> we're, we were, were there
1: in 04, we graduated in 04,
0: 04, okay, yeah, um, so we were there
1: five years,
0: okay, yeah, she ended up moving to Ohio in like um, 20, or not, I don't not I don't know what year, she was 13, I think, or 12, okay. 13 years old, but um, anyway, so um, you were, so you had, you you both had your separate practices and, and Gerard is in Pennsylvania? Yep. Okay. Yep.
1: It's right on the border. It's uh, not right on the border. It's very close to Conneaut. So, you know, Gerard and then Conneaut, Ohio. So you're, you're getting closer to the, to the Ohio
0: border. <laughs> she literally, as you said, Conneaut, she typed yeah. in Conneaut is where Conneaut, the pizza yeah. place is. It's called. Okay. Pi Z's or PZ's, its a hole in the wall, but anyway, yeah. um, that's crazy. So, um, so, so you were—so uh, tell me, tell me how it went from there, though. Like you—you you had these sure. two practice locations in Pennsylvania. Um, yep. So you, we
1: were there for five years, okay. um, and we we picked Erie because um, Tom's originally from Greensburg, um, just outside of Pittsburgh. I'm from Leamington, so this was a place that was kind of you know, halfway in between. He went to Gannon, so he knew the area. Yeah. Um, so, after five years, it started, we, we, we really wanted something a little bit different. Um, I think the weather really got to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were starting to get really tired of the snow and, and the dreariness, and um, we just yeah. happened to get, that's when Facebook was really just starting, um, and I reconnected with a friend of ours from chiropractic school who actually came out to Phoenix right when we graduated. Oh, um, wow. yep. And he said that, um, there's some job opportunities out here if you guys have any interest in coming. Um, so I really, I had to sit my husband down and kind of lay it out for him and, and, um, get him on the plane. Cause he, he really didn't want to move. Yeah. Um, but as soon as we, we took a flight out here in January of 2009 yeah. and, um, by March we were, we were headed out this way.
0: Wow. Just a few months.
1: Yep, just You're a like, few You're like, we're months. shutting yep. down
0: our practices and we're out of here.
1: Yep. Yeah, wow. it was just, um, it was a huge move for us, but it, it really was something that we internally, we needed to do for ourselves and for our marriage and for our family. And yeah. um, it was it was the best move that we could have made.
0: That's awesome. So, so you know, I, I want to back up a little bit. I got so sure. excited about the whole Erie <laughs> connection. <laughs> I got ahead of myself a little bit. But like so, so with the with growing up in in I mean, look, you're on the uh, you're even further north than Erie, grow, where you right. grew up. So right. you probably get an extra foot or two of snow. Um, like it's crazy how much snow that you know, they that I mean, it's crazy. My wife's yes. told me. I, well, we were up there one at the tail end of winter. Um, she was showing me where she grew up and, and I'm mm-hmm. like, the lake is frozen solid still like the waves are frozen. The waves, right. Yeah. Uh, you can't yes. even like, it's hard to walk out on it because there's these giant ice shards sticking yep. up that will, will kill yep. you if you fall on them. So like, um, but anyway, so growing up as, as a kid, what, you know, typically I think there's someone or something that kind of um, influences us as children as to who or what we become as adults. Right, um, right. When, when I say that, what what sticks out? What pops out in, in your head? Anything in particular?
1: Um, I would say pretty much every member of my family. Wow. I, yeah, I had a, a huge family growing up um, on my mom's side. I had a little bit of a smaller family on my dad's side, but every one of my family members, my grandparents, my parents, Um, aunts and uncles, cousins, everybody was involved in either the family business or um, my grandfather was a fisherman on Lake Erie. He'd be up at, you know, 3 a.m. fishing and home by three, that type of thing, you know. And so I really saw the work ethic in my grandparents. Um, My other grandfather owned the um, uh, EMS services, all the ambulance services in in southern Ontario. Um, It was a family business growing up where all my cousins were involved, my dad was part of it. Um so I really saw that in my family. Um and that that's really always stuck with me.
0: Wow. So yeah. so I I, I I that it sounds like you had a huge entrepreneurial influence yes. for sure.
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: Um and I'm trying to I'm trying to get better with saying um, but I, <laughs> I it's just who I am, so I had a heckler the other day giving me crap about it. But anyway, so so with the 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 way that you grew up watching that work ethic, like I mm-hmm. asked you, I said, 8 o'clock's not too early, is it? You're like, uh, no, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, was,
1: I was up at 4. I just finished a workout. My trainer comes to the house three days a week, so I just oh. worked out for an hour. Oh, my God. You were <laughs> now, up at 4? Yeah, I have to say I'm probably asleep by 7.30, but
0: you know? Oh, are you?
1: Yeah. I get more work done first thing in the morning than I do late at night.
0: Wow. That's awesome. So (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm the exact opposite of that, unfortunately. Like, well, I mean, I, I I like early mornings. It's just, I end up, I get like this second wave or something at night and, Mm -hmm. and I'll be working and I'll look up and it's like 1230, one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Oh God, I better get to bed. So, so, but with the, the influences that you had, what made you decide that you, like, are there chiropractors in your family?
1: Nope, there's no chiropractors. Um, There's lots of nurses. So I've got aunts and cousins that are nurses. Um, Every one of my, like my father, my grandfather, all of my uncles, a lot of my cousins, they're all um, EMT. Um, So they have always been in that field. So I always wanted to be a a physician of some sort. I wanted to be a doctor of some sort. then when I really started looking into it and getting into that aspect of it, I didn't didn't know if I could cut on people, being a surgeon, that kind of thing. And so chiropractic just just kind of fell into my lap where, you know, it was it was still in that realm of helping people, but it was a different kind of way of helping people.
0: That's awesome. I, and I I by the way, I know there's a lot of people that 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 think chiropractic is a joke, or mm-hmm. you know, I've I've heard it. I'm sure you've heard it. Yep, um, absolutely. But I, I gotta tell you, I went to I I ruptured the disc between L4 and L5 about six, seven years ago, maybe mm-hmm. eight years ago. But um, and I ended up going to an orthopedic a, a surgeon, orth-
1: yeah, orthopedic surgeon, orthoped-
0: yeah, orthoped- yeah. And yep. and he looked at the X-rays and he looked at everything and and he said. You really? You're too young. You don't want me cutting cutting on you. And I'm like, really? And he's like, no. And and he suggested chiropractic to me. Mm -hmm. So I ended up going to this lady that put me on a machine that kind of stretched me out and back. Yeah. Yep. I mean, and my sciatic nerve was pinched against the spine. i I walked out of there a new man that day, so you know I truly believe in chiropractic i I think it's an for the right you know the right person if they know what they're doing it's unbelievable right. it's it's amazing
1: it's, chiropractic in itself really is all about education it's educating your patients if you don't have a patient that's educated on what you're doing for them or how you can help them right. um, how Getting adjusted one time isn't going to fix it. It's it's a treatment plan type of thing. It's like going to the gym and working out. Um, then then that patient just isn't the right fit for your office. And so we've we've really learned that over the years. Yeah. Uh, so it it really is about education.
0: Right. Right. I agree with you a thousand percent. So so you just you knew you wanted to be in medical. You just didn't didn't want to cut people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted
1: to work with kids, so I always Uh wanted to be like a pediatrician of some sort. Um, I had some, you know, interest in cardiac. Um, So things like that. And now with everything that I'm doing with um, the charity and everything like that, it's really just kind of all come full circle. I'm helping kids. I'm helping, you know, people. I'm a doctor. It's just it's it's, everything is all there.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. So so you ended up um we'll we'll fast forward back to yep. um, Erie, you get on a plane, it's March, you're like goodbye snow um mm-hmm. and you head to Phoenix. Now, yes. when you went to Phoenix, were you was it was it for a job or were you starting yep. your own practice?
1: Um both. We um uh, we started our own practice but with a company that helped us set up.
0: Okay. So
1: Yep, they they ta- they trained us. They got us um, in into the practice. We were in there with another partner. So you have a building, you're sharing um, you're sharing employees. You have a marketing team, and they really teach you how to get your practice up and going and run it very efficiently.
0: Okay, okay. So so tell me about how that how that all happened. I mean, how it went from there. Like it. it- yeah,
1: it was it. So that was very very tough. So when you move across the country, um, I, we didn't have very much money to move. Um, so we put everything that we could in a truck, spent the last little bit of the money that we had to get the truck across country. I flew and then my husband drove, um, a car with the rest of our belongings. And for the next, I would say six years after that, it was, it was playing catch up. Um, wow. we were in our practices, so we had to work from seven in the morning till seven at night, five days a week, making sure the practice succeeded. He was in his own um, on one side of the, the city. I was in my own practice on another side of the city. And we're not in Erie anymore. It's not 20 minutes away. Now we're an hour away with traffic. Yeah. We're not close to where we live because we're both on different sides of the city. Um, so it was extremely um, it was extremely tough with our kids. Uh, we have a, I have a stepson who's 16 who lives in St. Louis and then we've got a 13 um, a year old son now. So he was only three uh, when we moved here. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was very difficult not having family members. We had lots of friends here, but we didn't have any family to help us out. So we struggled for about six years, living paycheck to paycheck, making sure we could afford a babysitter, um, our health insurance, all of that stuff, until the practices really started getting uh, getting going.
0: Wow, yeah, that's mm-hmm. um, that's scary. I've done that; like, it's mm-hmm. it's very very scary. Let's talk about though, because you know, I, I think, and there's a lot of entrepreneurs and and want to wantrepreneurs that. That want to become entrepreneurs, you know, right. or, 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 um, people again that get stuck and don't like, let's talk about the, the timeline because you said you went out there, you had no money and, right. and it, did, did you experience the times? Cause my wife and I, you know, I'm sure you've been through it where you're like, you get home, you're the, you both have had a 12 or 14, 16 hour day and you're, mm-hmm. and, and you're still like can't even go to the grocery store right now we're so broke right or or whatever and then you of course fight with each other and 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 all that but like let's talk about that because that's where people need to hear like dude you got to put in like it takes a Mm -hmm. long time it does
1: yeah it it absolutely does i've always um run the money um in the family i paid the bills um, you know, when you're making a certain a very strict wage and you've got bills to pay, um, you've got to make sure that we we didn't go out to eat. Uh, we, right. you know, in Phoenix, um, most of the houses have pools, so we made sure that we rented a house that had a pool, yeah. and we stayed at home all the time. Yeah. We had people over, we would, you know, sit in our pool on the weekends. That was our entertainment. We stopped going out to eat. We didn't really do anything that was outside of our budget. We had an extremely strict budget that we had to stick to for a very long time.
0: Right. We didn't
1: travel at all. Um, Our traveling didn't really start until the past, you know, four or five years. Um, We just, anything that you could do to stay in your business and keep it going in order to survive is really what what we did.
0: And, and I think, you know, again, people see, see, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs out there with, you know, traveling and private jets and, mm-hmm. and, and humongous fifth wheels and, <laughs> and they think, oh, look at Christy and her fifth wheel. She's just lucky. Yeah. <laughs> right. And nope. that's not what it is, is it?
1: It's not. it It's not. It took us. 15 years to get to where we're at. We were an overnight success after 15 years of hard work.
0: That's right. Of hard
1: work, yeah. Yep.
0: That's right. So, Martin and Chelsea Matthews are on here, by the way. They're, they're, oh, nice. They're, I love those two. Me um, too. So, matter of fact, it's Chelsea's fault that I named my book Walls of Wisdom. <laughs> she kept <laughs> calling me stuff like that. But anyway, so so with the, um, so you put in all this work, Did you Mm -hmm. ever get to the place, and this is almost a rhetorical question. I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. But did you ever get to the place where you were like, what are we doing? We need to just go get jobs.
1: Absolutely. Um, I want to say that that place was probably about two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago for me. And uh, we worked so hard, we were struggling, um, even after, you know, once the six year mark passed, then we, we were able to, you know, have a little bit more money, a little bit more freedom, but it was still, you know, it was still a struggle. Right. Um, there was, a, so about three years ago, it got to the point where I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. We need a little bit more. I actually went out and got it, got a job. Wow. We Yes, we decided to close down one of our practices. We sold it, um, and I went back into practice with my husband, which is something we had not done in a very long time. The gentleman who was in on the other side of the practice, I purchased that other half of the practice. Um, so now Tom and I own the entire clinic. We didn't have a partner in there, which gave us more freedom for me to pull myself out of the office and work on the business um, but then I went out and took a job somewhere. Um, it was with a company that we were utilizing for um, procedures that we were just starting to do, yeah. and I was there all the time, and so I decided it, it's, it's a really good fit for me to get a job there. I've got a paycheck now from a, an outside source that's not reliant on my business, um, and I did that for maybe six, eight months to just get us ahead. Um, until everything else with our second company that we had just started, um Unity Physician Services started kicking in. And then I transitioned into that company.
0: Wow. Yes. That's yep. that that's that's incredible. So um how did how did that go though? I mean, were there were there still bumps? Were there hiccups?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um there there really were. Um you know, the biggest thing for me was I was able to just bring in a paycheck from somewhere else. Yeah. that That's what we needed at that point in time. Yeah. Um, just to float us while we were getting the second company, you know, up and going.
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: now I have a boss and I, I have never had a boss in 15 years, I've always been my own boss. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was a little difficult.
0: And were you do? was it chiropractic or?
1: No, it was, we, we were, over the past three years we slowly slowly transitioned into more medical procedures. Okay. And so it was with a medical company that we were actually working with, okay. um, kind of hand in hand.
0: Gotcha. When you say medical procedures, what's what's that mean? Just, I, I'm not so
1: sure. sure, so when we just owned the chiropractic offices and we were only chiropractic, we were just doing adjustments in physical therapy. Then okay. um, in Arizona about four years into it, so maybe about six years ago, some of the insurances dropped chiropractic. So we had to transition. And so we started bringing in um, nurse practitioners and medical providers to do any other procedure that we couldn't do as a chiropractor without writing prescriptions. And then we slowly transitioned into higher level medical procedures to where we're at now, where we actually employ orthopedic surgeons and spine surgeons, um, anesthesiologists, things like that um, in our second company.
0: So hold on a minute. Let let's okay. uh, hold on. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I did I just hear that right? My sister's a nurse practitioner, so I, yep. I know what kind of they make some moolah. So mm-hmm. so and 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 I know that the uh a- anesthesiologists and the they make crazy money too. Mm-hmm. So um did I just hear you say we employ?
1: Yes. Yes. Wow. So Yes. So our clinics themselves um, would have one or two nurse practitioners or physician assistants in the offices doing trigger point injections and helping with the treatment plans. Um, And then uh, about three years ago when we brought on our new company, Unity Physician Services, we actually got into more of the medical space where we now have um, outpatient treatment centers and surgery centers. And we are doing a little bit of a higher level procedure for our patients, epidurals, epidurals, Joint injections, um, medial branch blocks, things like that, where we need an anesthesiologist, certified pain doctors to actually do those procedures.
0: Wow, that is incredible. Mm-hmm. That's that's unbelievable. So you've gone from just a few years ago, not knowing which way to to turn, and I had been yes. there, right? Yes. To now, you employ anesthesiologists and nurse practitioners and surgeons, right. and and right. and that's insane. That's unbelievable. Yep. So, um, like Brian Hess is on here and, and oh, yeah. we love Brian. Brian's, Brian's incredible. He says, can you guys discuss the need for overcoming the feelings of fear that entrepreneurs face? Let's talk about that. Yeah. How, how, how do you, how do you do that?
1: Um, well, it, it's, it's a little bit tougher for me because I've got some bad anxiety. I, you know, I, I would focus on the negative, and I really had to learn how to get out of my own head and just understand that you cannot grow if you have fear. Um, I was fearful, you know, six, seven years ago when we did the transition to medical, and I have had to just tell myself that if I want to grow and if, if we want to really expand this business, we have to be able to step out of our comfort zone and do the things that um, I never thought when I graduated that I I really would be doing. Right. Um, you know I it, a lot of um, a lot of self improvement. You know over the past three years that's kind of when I found a lot of stuff online. That's when I kind of started meeting all of you guys and and um, all the people online that I am now great friends with through all different types of self improvement and you know. That kind of stuff. I just, it, it's a learning process. It's it, not something that happens overnight. It's a learning process. And I still get scared. I really do. Yeah. Um, but you cannot grow if you've got fear inside of you. You just have to understand what you're doing and you have to go for it.
0: I, I, I totally agree with that. <laughs> I have a, I'm looking at my phone over here. I wanted to pull this up. I, uh, you know, I'm friends with um Bob Berg who's an author. He wrote The Go Giver and 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 his co author's John David Mann. Well I saw this and I'm friends with John David Mann too, but I saw this this, this post the other day about John David Mann and and this Navy SEAL did a mm-hmm. book together called Mastering Fear. And I'm like and so I, I like it's this Navy SEAL dude talking about like, you know, how to master fear. Right. And and so, you know, and, and like Brian says, how 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 to deal with the feelings of fear, overcoming the feelings of fear. Yeah. And this guy talks in great, great detail in this book about like fear. Everybody wants to push fear to the side and, and say it's not there and I'm overcoming mm-hmm. fear and all of this. And, and he said, that's a bunch of BS. The fear is there. It's right. there. You have to embrace the fear. He's like yep. I don't see fear as my enemy. I see it as an opportunity to learn and to grow and to to really take something on and this book is in it's incredible. And and I'm I like books on audio. <laughs> it's just, I I read books and I start going like that and I I'm like yeah. you know it's just the it's the entrepreneur man like, you like you don't sleep so but you know, with with the the fear stuff is real, and I've been there so many yeah. times. A- and the anxiety, I must suffer from it too, because I I mean, I get really, I start that 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 whole playing all of those 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 um, debilitating tapes yep. in my head, right? Like yep. the whole world's coming to an end, and I'm gonna be the first one to go. You know, <laughs> so it's like. I I I really it's it's incredible. So so what are some of the things you do on a on a daily basis? Because, again, this is about helping people get unstuck. What are some of the the things that you do on a daily basis to um, to move the ball down the field, so to speak?
1: Um, A lot of it is making sure I am organized um, that really helps because if you're not organized and um, you're in a state of confusion, uh, Coach Bert always says if you're in a state of confusion, you know you're not going to be able to master anything. So I get myself organized as much as I possibly can. I notice that if I forget to do my list for the day, if I forget to write out my game plan for the day, I'm kind of going through the day. Uh, uh, it's it just doesn't it just doesn't work. Um, so I always try to get myself organized as far as the business stuff goes to make sure that I can get things actually accomplished throughout right. my day. From a personal level, um, I really try to take care of myself. I try to eat healthy, I try to, I get massages, I just relaxation time for myself. Um, we, do some, we do a lot of vacations, most of them are with the kids, but there's a lot of times when I go out by myself where I can take a day or two just to relax and kind of clear my head because you need to do that for yourself in order to to move
0: forward right right yep. yeah so so you know I, I, I as you're talking I'm sitting here thinking especially when you said we take vacations mm-hmm. um, we went to Pittsburgh for one night the other day (laughs) and that's that's our summer vacation (laughs) it's like because we're so busy building right right now you know it's we moved back here a year ago from las vegas as you know and 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 it's just been a restructuring and rebuilding thing and and so it's like i'm 50 years old and i'm like i feel like i'm 20 again starting a whole starting all over but but that's what it takes. You've got to go mm-hmm. all in. You've got to be willing to sacrifice now for right. gains later. But right. I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, like, you know, back when you were in chiropractic school in, did you say St. Louis? St. Louis, yeah. St. Louis. So yes. back when you were in, in chiropractic school in St. Louis, Missouri, um, did you think someday I'm going to own a, a medical services company?
1: Nope. Absolutely not.
0: I knew that. I thought
1: I would be a chiropractor for the rest of my life. Right. I thought it was going to be me and, you know, maybe two or three front desk people and I was going to run a successful practice, but I was going to be in it. I was going to be adjusting people for the rest of my life. And, um, thank goodness that that's not, not what happened because I don't, I don't think I could, I could do it. I could not be in the clinic, um, you know, 12 hours a day, four or five days a week it's hard on your body, it's hard on your mind, it's hard on your family. Um so expanding and in order for us to grow, this was the best best thing that could ever happen happen to me and happen to to our family.
0: But let me ask this. Yeah. So at the time that 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 all the shit was hitting the fan, it was going wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Did did it did it feel like in that moment? Did it feel like eventually I'm gonna like own this big med- medical company that's employing surgeons and?
1: Not that far. I knew that there would you know as we started hiring the um, the nurse practitioners in the clinic. I yeah. knew that that was gonna be you know our next step. We bring nurse practitioners in, and then maybe I can bring a chiropractor in to help me adjust, and then I see the new patients and right. kind of move myself out, so I'm not doing a lot of the physical work. Right. I still never thought that we were gonna be at the spot we are today. We're expanding into Indianapolis. Um, we've got a, a huge surgery center being built right now in North Phoenix. Um, we've had two inspections in the last two weeks um, on on smaller ones that we're doing here, so I never thought that we would be in this space.
0: Wow. Yep. That's that's incredible. So, but I mean, you know, I you guys are, I mean, you're hitting some big strides in life now and Mm -hmm. I mean big. And, and so like, I I just, I guess I want the audience to, to know that you may be in a, in a position right now that feels like it's never going to end, that you're never going to make it, but like, you just got to keep pushing and, and, and no pun intended, but you gotta make adjustments yeah. <laughs> like, right got... Absolutely. And I'm not... I, think the,
1: I think the one thing that I've learned um on this journey is that you are not who who you are today. you're not that person tomorrow. Ten years ago, I was just a chiropractor now i'm actually i'm a business owner i'm i'm you know i could I could literally do anything that I wanted aside from maybe like you know, being a surgeon now, because I'm not going to go back to school for that. But, you know, I, I'm taking my real estate class. I could be a, a real estate agent if I wanted. I could really do wow. anything that I wanted. I'm not limited by what I thought I was 10 years ago. I really, my mind has been open to the fact that I could, I could do whatever I want if I put my mind to it. Now, you can say that. Um, and then not have the time or the energy to do it, you really need to focus on the things that you want to do in order to get to that spot. Right. But the, the sky is really the limit right now.
0: I, I love that. I absolutely love it. So so if if you, I, I guess if you look at everybody that you've met, and I'm not talking about from a a medical standpoint,
1: right, um, right. although I truly
0: believe, I, I, I was... I played golf with a guy a couple of weeks ago, found out that he runs cancer research at the Ohio state university or something. Oh, wow. And, 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 um, he's a Chinese guy. And, and I said, well, I kind of, you know, I believe more in the, the, like almost Buddhist type stuff that, you know, are not, and I'm not saying I'm a Buddhist, so don't, I don't want any hate <laughs> mail. Um, but like, I'm saying that like, you know, we, we are, all forms of energy, and, mm-hmm. and I believe in the placebo big time, right? So right. I, I truly believe that whatever emotional charge you're carrying, or whatever, you know, it, it's going to eventually manifest itself in your body. Right. Do, you, do you believe that?
1: Um, I believe maybe not so much in, in, in your body, but I just believe that in your life yeah I believe that when i when I put things down I go through lists that I wrote years ago and yeah. all that stuff has happened um, I've got my vision boards I've got you know I put things I write stuff down that I want or that the goals I want to reach because I know when I write it down my life is is um, on track to yeah. hit that and eventually I will I will get to that point so I, I absolutely do believe in that
0: yeah. So, so when you, when you see people, my wife, by the way, said, this is an amazing story. It's probably because oh, of the yeah. eerie connection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're amazing. So, Thank so you. the, you know, with, with the, um, the, like if somebody, somebody is stuck, what, what do you think? I mean, of all the people you've seen in life and, and you talk to and you've met or reach out to you, like. What do you feel is the number one thing that's keeping people stuck in life?
1: Um, I, well, I think fear is definitely one of, uh, definitely one of them. Okay. Um, I think that people have a fear of change. See, I love change. My staff hates me for it, because <laughs> I walk in the office and I'm, and I'm like, we need to change things because that's how we grow. So I think people have a fear of change. They want things to stay the same. But unfortunately, in business, in life, it's changing around you, so you really have to adapt and you have to flow with it. Um, I think that's the biggest thing: is you have to get over that in, in order to understand that making that change could actually potentially be the the sticking point for you. That's you get over that hump, and that could, you know, get you to, to the other side.
0: So you got to be open to and willing to change.
1: Absolutely, you really do. If you're stuck yep. in your ways, you, it's very difficult to grow.
0: I agree with you thousand percent. Yeah. So with the um, if you met somebody that um, came to you and said, my my um, electric's getting turned off tomorrow. Mm-hmm. My I'm, I'm being evicted. I'm my business is in a tailspin. My right. my what I mean, what's the first thing that you're going to say to them that that's going to you know help them? Because some people are like, you know, well, just get over it, you know. Come on, hustle. <laughs> like Gary Vee, <laughs> I can just hear Gary V going, come on, man, you just got to hustle more. And it's like, man, if, if you're at that place, there's something going on. What would you say to that person?
1: Um, I, I think, so. I, I mean, I've had this happen before and I've gone through it. So I know that when, there's, when you're in times of, of real need in both your business and in your life, You've got to look at everything and really say is that necessary is that necessary do I need to be driving you know that expensive car or do we need to be um, do I do I need cable I can't tell you how many times we've gone through our life and I've shut off our cable yeah. because it's a hundred dollar um, it's a hundred dollar bill every month and I know that that money can go towards something else to get us back on track right. it's not forever. So I think the biggest thing is just looking at somebody's life and if your business is going down, number one, why is it? And it's not the end of the world if you just cut it loose. You've got to understand that. If it's something that you can fix and grow it, then you do it. But if it's something that's dragging you down, you've got to cut it loose and you've got to start over. Right. Um, There's no shame in that. There really isn't we've started over quite a few times. Something that we've tried just hasn't worked and so we've just cut it loose and we've started over. Um, But I think that's the biggest thing is you can't be afraid of failure because failure really isn't failure, it's just a stepping stone to that, to the next thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, again, I agree with you. Tony Acurio says, um, Tony's awesome by the way, he says what, What one goal is most important to you?
1: I have a goal of creating a legacy for myself that's bigger than my business. So my businesses are not legacies for me. They're something I do. They're a vehicle for me to be able to do more. Um, So I think that creating a legacy that encompasses me when something happens to me and you know and you're at my funeral and you're talking about me what do you remember me by you don't remember me by the hard work in the businesses that I created you remember me by my legacy and that's really what I'm what I'm working
0: towards that might be the best answer I've had to that question ever so so um let's talk about some of this first I want and this is a little early, but I want um, I want everybody to know exactly how to follow you. Let's talk about okay. that.
1: Uh, well, I'm on Facebook at um, my my Facebook name is Christy Rutgers Morgan. It's got my maiden name in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually use that more for my personal. You you don't right. see a lot of my business stuff on there, um, but I you know my family's on there. Right. We have Pain Stop Avondale. Mm-hmm. Um, our Facebook page is PainStop Avondale. We have Unity Physician Services. We have a Facebook page for Unity Physician Services, and then we also have Candle Wishes Arizona, which is our foundation that we brought out to Phoenix.
0: So let's, yeah, and that's awesome. So I, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about some of that stuff because I know you are um, quite the philanthropist and and mm-hmm. you you um, you you give back and and so um, but before we get to that, what what in the business sense, what is, what's big? What's going on? What's coming up? Anything? Uh,
1: we just purchased two buildings, two real estate buildings, one in Indianapolis and one in Arizona. Um, we've got a surgery center in Indianapolis that we, in inside that building, that we are getting uh, re-licensed, so we have expanded. This wow. is our first expansion into a different market outside of Arizona. Um and then we've got two more in Arizona that are getting licensed right now, two larger ones. So I think the expansion is our biggest thing. Indiana was our first state to expand to, and then once we kind of settle down over the next couple months with getting getting these licensed and going, then then we'll go into different states.
0: So you've you've got processes and you've figured out how to duplicate them. Yes. That's yes. awesome. Yes. That's that's <laughs> McDonald's one oh one really. Right? Yeah,
1: And we're learning. I mean, every day is still a learning process, sure. but, but that's, that's our biggest goal is to get everything, um, scalable. So we're able to scale.
0: That's incredible. So, so with, um, so let's, so you've got all that going on. I, did I hear you say somewhere that you're retired? Somebody, I, did I hear you say that on?
1: Well, technically I went to school to become a chiropractor. I don't, adjust anymore. I don't, um, I'm not in the office anymore. So technically I am retired. We, um, our banker was just asking us the other day, you know, at what age do you want to retire so that we can kind of, we're working out all of our stuff. And I said, there's never an age that I'm going to retire because I'm not doing the same physical labor that I used to do. So every day for me is is like I'm in retirement. I love what I do. I love the businesses that I'm in. I love the charity that you know that I'm working with. Um, so there's not really an age that I want to retire. We're doing everything that we want to now.
0: That's um, awesome. So that's.
1: That's kind of how I
0: feel. That is so awesome. I love that. So, so um and it's not real and I, I mean it's so cliché and I know Grant Cardone and people say like you don't have to love what you do to be successful right. and I agree right. with that. But right. like I love what we do here and right. and I, we work out of our home so it's like mm-hmm. every day is literally like like well, how how far is your commute to work? I'm like down the stairs, right. <laughs> like, yeah, down the stairs. That's yep. it, right? So, but like, um, you know, one of the things that I love about you is you're 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 a giver. You're you're oh, you're giving you. back, and and so let's talk about your your charity because that sure. that's that's amazing. And I'll, I'll tell everybody what we talked about last night because. Mm-hmm. That's one of my biggest goals is in life is to give back and I'm I'm gonna help you as much as I can Thank So you. go ahead. Let's let's tell them about it
1: So um, a couple months ago I was out in Murfreesboro, Tennessee and I just happened to go to a lunch meeting um, with a friend of mine Who's on the board of a charity out there and I met a wonderful woman named Jenny Williams She was 15 when she started her charity. She's 30 now and um, what she does is she throws birthday parties for underprivileged children in her community. The charity is called Candle Wishes and I absolutely fell in love with it. I have been looking for something to do out in Phoenix. Like I said, you know, I need to, to solidify my legacy. So when I met her, I knew that this was exactly what I wanted to do. So we have brought Candle Wishes to Arizona and this is our first expansion project with it. Um, it's the first time that it's in a big city. Murfreesboro is, it's a big town, but it's not as big as the city of, uh, of Phoenix. Right. So we've got some challenges and we're trying to work through them to make sure that when we go to our next big city, we've got them all worked out.
0: So Candle Wishes so do. does what exactly?
1: So we um, throw birthday parties okay. and give birthday presents to underprivileged children in the community. Now- so if. Yeah, if a child basically qualifies for the Angel Tree program at Christmas time, Jenny had thought, well what does that look like on their birthdays? Aww. If the parent can't afford Christmas, you know, their birthdays are special too. So we really piggyback off of the Angel Tree program and if a child qualifies that then they also qualify for birthday parties.
0: Wow. Yeah. That is so cool. So um wow. And how many of these birthday parties a year are you do, able to do, or, or how's that work? How how do you get right. the money in? And
1: so in Murfreesboro right now, she wrote, throws one party a month, and um, I think she helped up about seven hundred and fifty children last year. So you know, seventy kids a month. Yep, wow. that's after fifteen years. So in Phoenix. You know the the one party a month concept really goes out the window because we have so many children. Yeah. So we're starting in different areas. So I'm estimating by the time we're finished with Phoenix um, and growing it, we'll have we'll throw about four to five birthday parties a month around the city. Um, and then if we've got 75 to 100 kids at each party, that 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 grows from there.
0: Wow, that is so awesome. That's, that's so awesome. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. Wow! And has that been? Have you gotten any any press, media coverage over all of this?
1: We're starting, so it really <laughs> is just myself, and I have an assistant director that I hired, and then I've got a couple board members out here who are helping us. But it's really, it's really just us. We um, we just picked up a school that's about an hour southwest of Phoenix. It's in a very um, low income area. There's 500 children at the school. And we took on the entire school um, because we we had a heart to heart with the principal and he's like, Christy, every child in my school really qualifies, you've got to come see it. So we went from zero to 500 kids instantly. So that's where we're starting. And um, we have a big fundraiser, August 31st in Chandler, um, where we just want to get the word out. you know about about candle wishes and about our program, um, and start raising raising money to, to help with the birthday presents. We'll throw the parties right now, uh, we'll bring my fifth wheel. I've got a giant bouncer. You know, what we've got we'll do pizza and hot dogs, and we'll bring it all with us and kind of set up there. It's the presence and sponsoring the children that we are um, we're, we're trying to raise money for
0: that is yeah. absolutely amazing so is there a website for it for raising the money
1: there so on our um on our facebook page candle wishes arizona we have a um, a give id platform where where people can you know they can donate um we've got uh, the the website is candlewishes.org but right now the website's kind of catered more towards the ten- tennessee um, so really, our Facebook page is the main is the main place to go.
0: well, i'm I'm gonna do this live. I'll build you a free website uh, oh, uh, wow. for the Arizona, and we'll set up a a donation area so Thank you can you. get it. and then then, um, I'm gonna take your, um, we already talked about this, but I want to mm-hmm. take your video. You said there's a little yes. video. We're yes. going to cut it down and I'm going to start um, using Candle Wishes as like a, a sponsor of the show. And we'll Thank just play we a little, little video on every show to to get some, some traction for you because you. I think it's incredible. And, and quite frankly, um, you know, years ago I heard that Tony Robbins does the big um the the uh thanksgiving thing where where he takes <laughs> <Yeah>. right <clears throat> so years ago i started doing that here in the columbus ohio market um mm-hmm. buying like i remember the first year it was like 3 meals for for yeah. needy families and the last yeah last time we did it we bought like 50 of them and and you know trying to trying to give back and so right. um that's that's uh, that's so close to my heart you have no idea so i'm so i really appreciate it uh, i want to help any any and every way i can i want to help and 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 i think everybody watching this if you have <laughs> a soul <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Everybody, everybody should want to help with this. It's incredible. So I'm sure my wife, she's on here. Um, she, she, she would be on board like that to help with the website too. So Thank I, you. I just volunteered her services. <laughs> I'm kidding. She's very creative though. She'll come up with some, we'll, we'll do some cool stuff. But anyway, awesome. so, um, what is, um, uh, gosh, what else?
1: that that's that's kind of it right now i think candle wishes um is our is my biggest is my biggest push right now i mean i i work in my company every single day that's my my number one priority i can't do what i do with candle wishes if my company's not running well um, but the beauty of our company right now is we are starting, as we're starting to grow, I'm starting to um, create a team underneath me. And my teams, uh, both at my clinic and in, in, at Unity, um, are amazing. So I really just oversee the day-to-day operations. Um, I jump in when I need to, but I do have some availability to help, you know, grow candle wishes on the side. So it's not like I'm stuck in my practice every day um, and not able to do it. So my life is is wonderful in that sense. Really trying to to balance all of that.
0: That's that's amazing, absolutely amazing. Christy, I am. Um, Jill said, I love this. Let's do it here. So <laughs> yeah, she would love that. I have so,
1: a lot of people who have asked about it, yeah. um, and so really getting it stable in in Phoenix and making sure it's scalable so yeah. that it doesn't you know. Uh, fall to the to the wayside is really something that we're working on right now because I do have a lot of people that want to take it to different states and really that's what we want we want it to
0: grow yeah that's awesome well we we can definitely help you with it I'm sure of that so um I'll do everything I can but um again before we end this are there any like Final words of encouragement that you would like to give to anyone watching right now who is stuck. They feel trapped. They feel stuck. They feel that that they're always going to be broke or 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 what you know whatever. Are there any final words of encouragement you'd like to give them?
1: Um, I think I think the biggest thing is just oh, that's a, that's a tough one because it always it does get discouraging, but. If you've got a a plan, you've got to execute it. That's the biggest thing. You can't just sit and think and dream about the things that you want. You really need to execute it. And when you start putting massive action into your plan, your plans will work. You may have to veer off into different directions at times, but you really need to to really take that action, and, and things will start coming together.
0: Love it. So have a plan. Yep. You gotta be charitable, like yep. you, you gotta you gotta help, right? You you, you yep, don't you, you don't to... say that because you're so humble, but like it, it's the truth. Like that is a huge part of success. It's probably the biggest part of success. Is, yeah, is you being... have to be
1: ethical. Yes. you have to be a good person. I mean, if you have those qualities, things will will start to happen. They really will.
0: Yeah, I I agree, mm-hmm. Christy. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being on the show. You're you're thank amazing. Thank you so
1: much for having me. Thank I, you very
0: much. I, I'm so grateful you you took the time and and to everybody watching, make sure you follow Christy if you're not already, um, mm-hmm. and and like stay tuned because I'm gonna have a candle wishes video pretty soon playing <laughs> on here. And and like, there's this is awesome. This is awesome. So thank you again. Thank you to everyone who shared this and all the hearts and the thumbs up and everything. Thank you all. And thank you. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day.